Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast. Today is Thursday, December 3rd, also known as Almost Friday. And uh, today has been an exciting day for the stock market. The Dow and the S&P 500 are on track for a three-day winning streak. Um, we also have some really exciting news to unpack today around the theaters, uh, movie theaters, and Facebook news. And then, of course, my personal trades. Um, the SPY this morning opened at 366.68. It's now at 367.57. So S&P 500, are you green? Yes, it is green. The XLK technology sector, the ETF that I track to kind of stay attuned to the technology at stock tickers as a whole, opened today at 125. The previous close was 124.87. Um, now it's around 125.10. So XLK is green. The technology is green, but it's barely green. And now the question everybody wants to know, are you green? Yes, I am very green today. Um, really a excellent trading day for me this morning. Uh, so I'm excited to dive into uh, my personal trades a little later on, as well as the, as well as the uh, news coming right up. Today, Warner Brothers released news that they will be streaming their own movies. This news um, came as a, a surprise to a lot of people who have just been holding on to the movie theater stock thinking that you know they got it at a good price and that when the pandemic is over that stock will bounce um, and you know this news being released basically just sent both of those stocks plunging they had been you know having a really great rally so both AMC uh, the ticker is AMC there, um, as well as the ticker CNK of uh, Cinemark Holdings. So um, what happened with this news is that, you know, th this is a huge drop. A lot of it is emotional. However, um, you know, normally that's when I buy. I love to, you know, pick off these very emotional news stories, buy the stock when it plunges, and then wait for that bounce up. The biggest issue with this news story, however, is that it's not the first one that we've heard. There are companies, AT&T, Comcast, etc., that are all in the streaming space. So it's becoming extremely competitive and the movie theaters, obviously dealing with the pandemic, I think are in huge trouble. Um, not to say that these companies will go bankrupt, it's just that I am personally not gonna be buying these dips. So AMC is down 18.40%. Like normally that's an easy buy, but not in this case. Um, and Cinemark is at um, is down 19%. So that's pretty huge. Um, and I just wanted to mention, you know, I'm not gonna be following those stocks to do any swing trades. I'm just a little concerned about, um, you know, the unpredictability of it um, and, you know, what kind of news could be coming out that would bring those stocks even lower. Um, so be careful with that. And the other news story I wanted to touch on is Facebook. So Facebook um, has come under a 
lot of scrutiny recently, especially uh, with you know the government hearings. So um, what basically happened is that somebody had filed a lawsuit today against Facebook, not due to um, the other issues where they were kind of talking about like, is Facebook a monopoly, et cetera. Um, but this one was specifically about their um, hiring and you know, the kind of processes that they do to hire um, people on visas and what that means. Um, and so honestly, like it, it's a lot of details that are not important for the market um, in the in you know, in this in this kind of short term trading that I that I thrive on. Um, so I'm going to continue to watch Facebook and I will absolutely buy this for a long play if I see that news having a big emotional reaction because, you know, Facebook is not going anywhere, even with these with any regulations that they impose. It is still such a great company because it's very diverse. They own Instagram, they have um, Oculus. So yeah, not worried about that stock in the least. Um, but again, if it uh, has a good drop opportunity because of this news, I, I wanna get in on that. So tomorrow morning, I put an alert in. If you guys don't use alerts on your brokerage platforms, I highly suggest you do that because um, there's no way that you can watch watch all of the tickers that you're interested in at once. So alerts in at the levels that you want um, are very helpful. So I like to put an alert in a little bit before I would even consider um, buying or you know se or selling if it's a short. Um, so for this one, I'm gonna put the notification in at 278.74. There's a strong quarterly pivot at 277, um, a little above that. So you know that's kind of what I am looking at. So if you guys want to put that alert in and follow this news with me, uh, please go right ahead. And uh, with that, we're going to just dive right into my personal accounts. And really, as you guys know, I should say personal accounts because I have a few accounts uh, with different brokerages. One of the reasons I do this is because I am subject to the pattern day trader regulation, which basically means if you have an account that's under $25,000, cash um, or or stocks, I guess, you know, it has to have a certain amount of cash, then you are subject to not being able to make a certain amount of day trades. So day trading, this does restrict you from, you know, day trading every day, essentially. Um, you can only make three day trades in the in a five day period. So, um, you know, th this is something that's very frustrating because obviously I just feel like it is keeping the poor poorer and helping the rich get richer. And this is, uh, you know, a regulation that I have to deal with constantly. Um, so there's a couple ways to get around it. One is to just make sure that you ha are signed up with a few different brokers. Um, and that way, you know, if you know that you have done too many day trades with, you know, Robinhood or too many day trades with TD Ameritrade, you have like Webull, for example, to be able to trade on. Um, so that definitely is a good strategy. Um, another strategy that I that has 
proven really successful for me is actually having one account specifically that is cash only so that I'm not subject to that PDT regulation. Um, so basically that regulation is in there to you know protect people from continuing to trade, day trade when they don't have the funds. Um, you know, the banks don't want them to use their margin, which is basically like, um, you know, the extra funds that the, tr that the um, brokerage platform gives you to trade with. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar, you're like, what? Why would the brokerage give me extra money? Well, the reason why is because every time that we buy and sell, although for the platforms that we all use, it's so quick, right? You put the order in to buy it, you put the order in to sell it. If it hits your level, it's done. Okay. On the back end, there's a lot more happening in terms of transferring these funds. Um, and basically, you know, what happens is that your money gets tied up while it takes this time to settle the account. So, um, you know, one of the, the ways that you can day trade uh, without being subject to this rule is to have a cash account. However, that means every time you buy and sell, it, those funds are not available. So like, for example, Facebook, let's say I bought uh, right now at 282.89, it went up to 285 today and I sold it, right? So the problem with that is that all of the shares that I bought and that, mon that money, that cash, even though I've sold and I technically have that cash back in my account and more, right? The profit that I made, that, cash and that transaction transaction is still being settled with the banks and with the you know with the market so um you know it does restrict you when you're trading with cash only because you don't have that money to then turn around and put into another trade that second it usually takes between two to three days to settle these things so um you know that is the drawbacks to having a cash account maybe you have a good sell but you don't have money available to trade the next day. That's happened before. Uh, to mitigate this risk, I make sure that you know I'm sized appropriately, and uh, and that I still have you know cash in that account to take additional um, purchases and, and additional trades. So. Um, the reason why I'm bringing all of this up is because I got marked on Robinhood as being a pattern day trader. So I, you know, have totally didn't realize that I've been day trading too much on that platform. I, you know, passed the 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 restrictions that were allotted and I made way too many day trades and now they're telling me that I cannot execute a day trade for 90 days on that platform. It's a bummer. Um, I wanted to share it because I know that a lot of you out there are also trading with small accounts. So, um, you know, these difficulties are real. However, just keep in mind that, you know, you still have ample opportunity to grow your account and to, you know, eventually hit that $25,000 account size if you want to. Um, and the best way to do this is to swing trade. So with swing trading, you don't have to worry about that uh, pattern day trader mark so that's why a lot of my trades are swing but again the day trade that we'll talk about right now was executed with my cash accounts so what did I day trade today? I traded iRobot, I-R-B-T. This is a ticker that I have, um, I have stock in for a long-term investment. 
But just because you're holding something long term doesn't mean that you can also buy and sell in the interim. So it dropped to a really great level today. I bought at 77.12, and then I executed a sell in at 78.24 over a one point gain. So that's exactly what I'm looking for when I do a big day trade like that. So, um, you know, that was a really great find this morning. I also woke up to great news that my NEO uh, stock had been all sold. So I'm so sorry. I told you guys not to follow me on this trade and then I just made a butt ton gain on it. So um, I apologize. Uh, I just, you know, want to make sure that you guys aren't blindly following me and you're taking responsibility for your own risk. Um, but this one, you know, this trade did end up to be perfect for me. Um, I had my average at 45.05. I sold this morning when it, uh, peaked up right off the open and I sold for 48.19 for you know over a three-point gain so that was a really really happy to be all out of that uh, stock and made the profit that I made what's really interesting to me watching this the ticker today is you know where it has kind of bounced between the 45 price points and the 47 those are right around pivots so again it just shows me my pivot strategy is working um and you know before when i did freak out about the trade um it you know it's moments like these that just build my confidence as a trader um and you know obviously I, i'm hoping also builds your confidence in me as a listener um so thanks guys for for putting up with this uh, uh trading roller coaster that we're on every day um, I also got out of another swing trade today. It was Redfin. I had been holding this one uh, for quite some time. Let me pull it up and see when I first even bought um, Redfin. Um, it's a real estate technology company. So, you know, right in the, uh, the, the sectors that I like. Um, the, I bought, I started this swing trade in um, October on October 16th. So this is, you know, part of the strategy that I was talking to you guys before about how I don't have stop losses on exact levels. I have time stop loss. So I had been holding this trade for 48 days um, and I bought into it um, when it dropped at, into those specific levels. You know, it, it dropped at to, and I bought most recently in the early November at $38.98. Um, so, you know, I am really happy with how this trade went. It was really hard when I, you know, because I was in the red for a while with it. Um, and then as soon as it was in the green, instinctually, you just want to sell then, right? Because you've been seeing it on your account, red, red, day after day, down 5%, down, you know, sometimes it was down like 8%. Um, so as soon as you see it green, like just naturally, you're like, yes, I want to sell and get the money, but you have to wait for those targets. If you are not waiting for the target that you planned, then it was basically like, you know, what's the point? You did all of that waiting. You held strong when the ticker was down and now you're just going to get out with a little bit of profit. No. So um, I did hold strong on this one and my sell was at 51.13. 
I don't know if I mentioned this, but my average buy at this point was 47.15. So it was a uh, gain of 3.98 points. So that was a really great swing for me. I'm really glad that I held on, um, but I just wanted to share that. That's, you know, sometimes it can be also stressful when you're in the green because you really want to make that sale and get that cash, but um, you should really wait for your target levels. And I experienced that same exact issue today with CRSR. This is a new recent swing trade for me. My average is 34.85. You guys remember when I told you that I was buying this and it's already in the green, um, you know, which is great to see, but I am waiting for my levels. So I have my first small sale at 37 and my second one is at 38 so for those of you who took that trade with me just want to let you know those are where my sell levels are and again I know it can be tempting to maybe sell now and lock in that profit let's see what it is this second you know so it's 36 20 right now so if I sold now you know I would definitely make a, a great gain but you know this chart I know it will get to that 37 point in the next you know few days so I'm gonna wait for it and if it takes more than a few days I'm gonna continue to wait and as we you know just talked about I do follow the a time stop loss and I give these trades time to work out um, so just because it's in the green I'm definitely not selling it yet um, and then I got a new swing today so um, Costco really caught my eyes it had a big drop off the open basically they reported their sales for November and although the sales numbers were fantastic it wasn't quite what people were expecting um, so it was definitely a, an emotional news driven drop so I love to take advantage of those I um, my average right now is 37614 um, it's a little bit lower right now it's trading at 375.65 um, I do have a buy order in down towards the next uh, pivot points below at 372.53 and I am really happy with this being a very long-term swing um, because I, I don't want to sell this until like 386 so um, you know I might be holding this for a long time time but I want to continue to let this one run so if you guys are looking for more of a long-term swing I would definitely suggest Costco it's C-O-S-T um, this also would be a great company for even a, a very long-term pick you know for a couple years five years six years ten years um, so yeah I'm but I'm excited to see where this swing trade uh, takes us and um, I do have a small buy level in at 380 um, and then again, or I'm sorry, a strong sell level in at 380, but I think it can even go higher than that. Um, and then, you know, if it continues to, if it drops tomorrow, I, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it drops right off the open, fills my buy level at 372.53. So stay tuned to figure out what happens uh, with these trades. Um, as you guys know, I have so many awesome listeners that listen every day. I record this every day Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday I do live streams for the podcast recording on YouTube on Tuesdays Wednesdays and Fridays so take a look at the um, show notes you'll see a link there to the YouTube channel and I'll see you in person tomorrow for Friday take care bye-bye